Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Here in America, soccer has never been the most popular sport. What might it take to change that? To really move the sport up the ladder, it's going to take the U.S. getting to a World Cup final. On the eve of the 2022 World Cup, can soccer continue to climb the mainstream here in America? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Soccer dominates the globe when it comes to sports and popularity. It is estimated that there are about 3.5 billion soccer fans. That's about 43% of the world population. But Here in the States, a 2017 Gallup poll said that about 7% of Americans selected soccer as their favorite sport. If we're preparing people for the World Cup, Kyle, we have to entertain the elephant in the room first. We've got to get it out of the way. The notion overall for a lot of Americans, fewer now than in the past, but still, is that soccer is boring. About five, six years ago, I was like, I'm going to give the English Premier League a shot. I'm going to check it out. I've always kind of followed the World Cup. And I quickly found out that it is anything but boring. What I particularly love about U.S. men's soccer is that we are still the underdogs. Every time we take the pitch, we are a potential miracle on ice. And it's our chance to watch an underdog team. And Americans love underdogs more than anything else. They love an underdog. Watch the U.S. men's team. Go to an American Outlaws bar. Feel part of the culture. Feel part of the entertainment. Go ahead and call soccer boring, but don't call the U.S. boring. Don't call the U.S. men's team boring because when you're in a cool bar with cool fans and it's it's the game day experience, I know people that go to college football for the tailgate. So if you don't like soccer, fine, but follow the U.S. men's team because of the tailgate and because of Miracle on Ice. And that is what soccer can be for those that think soccer is boring. That right there is my WWJ colleague, Kyle Beery. The third voice you heard belongs to Eric Albertson. He owns the Speakeasy Lounge in Grand Rapids, a popular soccer bar. Kyle and I, we also chatted up Sam Stokes, who runs the popular YouTube channel Yank Report that covers the U.S. men's national team. We love superstars, right? American soccer, they have stars. A lot of them play professionally in other countries. We just don't know them yet. But you're going to very soon. This team is full of super exciting players, super young, super charismatic players that I think that the country is unaware of. And once they learn about them, that they're going to fall in love with them. I think a lot of people know about Christian Pulisic, but America doesn't necessarily know about Tyler Adams or 
Giovanni Reina or Weston McKinney or Tim Weah. I mean, these are really charismatic young stars that if they can put it together in Qatar, that they can really excite and capture the nation. And I think have an impact not only on sports, but on American culture. I think these guys are genuine stars that are waiting to emerge. And a lot of these players will become household names after this tournament. The thing about them is they're so young, and these are just kids out there having fun, and they're good. So many people are missing out. I want to get people as excited as I am. What can the Americans do to make a big splash in their own country, even if they're playing a world away? There are expectations to make it out of the group stage. They open with Wales, very winnable game. And if they can either beat or draw England, one of the favorites in the tournament, they're pretty much guaranteed to go through. And that team at that point is going to be flying so high that they stand a chance against anyone they play in the first round of the knockout. To really, you know, move the sport up the ladder where we're attacking basketball and football for interest, it's going to take the U.S. getting to a World Cup final. I mean, that's the truth. Soccer's still a niche sport. Every four years, I feel like if you talk to most Americans who are fans of the game, their origin story starts with the World Cup, right? Oh, it was Landon's goal against Algeria, or it was Clint Dempsey scoring on England. With every World Cup, the better you perform, the more you capture the imagination of the general public. Every four years, you have an opportunity to convince people that, hey, this is exciting. This is worth following. To get somebody to really watch it. It has to be an emotional attachment that got them into it. That new voice in there belongs to Pete Douthit, another popular soccer YouTuber. He runs the 11 Yanks channel. Soccer is a sport that's predominantly enjoyed in America by younger people. Because of that, we've seen the sport go to where younger people are, YouTube, social media. It's not linear television and sports center. Social media and YouTube are literally what has driven my soccer fandom over the last several years. It all spurs from one of those moments. I was like, I need to know more about these guys. I got to dive in. I want to be a big fan. And I stumbled across some YouTube videos of guys breaking it down live. And I was like, whoa, this is awesome. I don't know if I like bring in new fans, but let's say somebody's, you know, oh, the World Cup, I wonder how the U.S. is doing, but they don't really track or follow it. You know, hopefully they Google online who are our players and they maybe they find a video or two and then just kind of bring them into that community and show them that this is what we got. This is who we are. Because part of it is, here, let me give you my thoughts on the game. But a big part of it is also, you know, welcome to this community. I think a lot of people who show up for our live watch-alongs or for our post games, they might be the only person in their family who actually likes soccer. So for them, it's kind of a way to watch the game with a bunch of friends as opposed to having a dad at home because they might be the only one at home. Speaking of YouTube, Kyle, when it comes to sports media, Sam told us it's not the future, it's the now. He's not saying that that YouTube is the dominant sports platform, but that we don't have to wait for the future for YouTube to be relevant in this kind of capacity. No, we don't. One of the things that I've found with ESPN, Fox, whatever, the general sports media in the U.S., they do cover it, 
but there are so many other avenues for them to cover, whether it's NFL, MLB, whatever. But these guys do a phenomenal job of breaking down the game and putting it kind of in simple terms for someone who's still relatively new to the game. They say things, and then I go watch it back, and it clicks. Organizations like Bleacher Report or like Barstool Sports have come onto the scene and really challenged what we perceive as like mainstream media and what we want. Whenever I was growing up, sports media was just so stiff and everybody wore suits and, you know, there were certain lines that didn't get crossed. And then in the last 10 years or so, I mean, that's just been blown wide open. Players have things like Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts where they can talk directly to their fans and show more of their personality. We're seeing that reflected not just with these outside organizations, but at the big organizations as well. I think organizations like ESPN and Fox Sports have become a lot more casual. This story is about the 2022 World Cup in Qatar, for sure. But the eyes of American soccer go to the horizon. How much of this this year is a foundation to build on 2026 when the game is played on American soil? A ton of it. To get people excited for 2026, we have to show up here. A lot of people who don't usually pay attention are paying attention now because it's the World Cup. If we kind of flop and we don't make it out of our group, the general reaction will be, yeah, we still suck. And they'll tune out for another four years. But a strong performance here in 2022 will actually do a lot more for getting people's attention for 2026. We're playing at home. It's all in on 2026 for sure. If it's on TV, Americans can still kind of find a way to ignore it, right? But when it's in your country, in your stadiums, the fans are in your city, there's no ignoring. The majority of these guys that are on this team are all going to be right in their primes in 2026. With a nation behind you on home soil, I don't want to say that we're going to win the 2026 World Cup, but that is becoming a distinct possibility more and more. The soccer action is indeed a world away, but there still is good news for Michiganders. We're not in Qatar, but what if we were anywhere in Michigan? We're going to find bars. There's your average sports bar. Kyle, we're going to find some places that are not your average sports bar, aren't we? The drums and the songs and the scarves and the chants, you're going to be able to find that at bars. And it is going to be so much fun, especially on Black Friday against England. You know, I'm going to Speakeasy Lounge in Grand Rapids for that game. He has built a large fan base. We are the only bar in the state of Michigan that is specifically opening for World Cup matches at 5 a.m. I have seen on Facebook the global glizzy menu. This is our favorite thing. The chef and I came up with that in 2014. I said, let's do something that is an homage to the World Cup. And he said, well, everyone eats tubed meats. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. There is a culture for tubed meats around the world. This year around, we actually spent some time being more, quote unquote, authentic by going in and saying, what does Brazil eat? Last time we kind of like, well, we'll do these. It was like Brazilian fusion thing. As it turns out, in Brazil, they actually put mashed potatoes on hot dogs. And we were scratching our head. We're like, there's no way that can work. And then we did a tester of it, and it was fantastic. And it's not just Grand Rapids. It's, you know, Thomas McGee's in Eastern Market, downtown Detroit, the Detroit City FC clubhouse. All of these places 
they're preparing these watch parties for fans to come bring all their chants and their scarves and just live it up. This World Cup is far from perfect. The corruption that got the tournament to Qatar and the problematic nature of the human rights record of Qataris is not great and should not be ignored. That aside, and it's a big aside, this young U.S. team could be a team almost a century in the making. Big thanks to Kyle Beery, Pete Douthit, Sam Stokes, and Eric Albertson for making this episode possible. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Don't miss an episode of The Daily J. Subscribe using the Odyssey app or find it wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.